0: Welcome in to the One and Done College Basketball Podcast featuring Austin Atwood, Jake Uther, and yours truly, Dan Cooter, back for Season 3 together. Season 3, finally here. Listeners hasn't gone up at all, but I uh, <laughs> feels as though we've gotten a little bit better at this throughout the years. But we still have the three, loyal supporters. Yes, yes, and this is uh, hopefully our first full normal season of doing this fans in the stands. We're going to have a tournament. Haven't been able to say that for the first two years that we've done this together, but I'm very excited looking forward to this season. Obviously the end of last year, the big game for Baylor blew out Gonzaga. And now we look forward to this year. Gonzaga is your number one ranked team coming into the season Baylor could be very well is very good as well. Austin, how are we doing? We're great.
1: Looking forward to Tuesday night Champions Classic to oh, kick yeah. things off. It's been a long off season. I'm just ready for college basketball to be back and rolling again.
2: Jacob, I'm excited. You I'm know, throwing another <laughs> throwing another college basketball, something else to watch in the middle of the week. You know.
0: Yeah, you know, I did think about that. It got a lot. I don't really have many days off anymore. <laughs> between that and college football. NFL's on three days a week. Guys slipping hockey every once in a while. Busy time of year. It's a good time. Some
2: Suns games every now and then, maybe. We'll mm-hmm. yeah, see.
0: <laughs> little, when they come out to the East Coast, maybe I'll watch a couple, <laughs> But other than that, not very much. We got conference previews here. As Austin mentioned, season kicks off on Tuesday, so we're going to go rapid fire here on the conferences, uh, get you caught up on what you need to know coming into the season. We're not going to waste any time here. We'll jump right into it. ACC. Austin, kind of a weak conference if we look around at the other conferences that we're going to preview here today. You have Duke, who sits at the top of the conference in the preseason polls. They're met there by North Carolina, Virginia, and Florida State. I would group those into your kind of tier one schools that you have in this conference. We can start right at the top with Duke disappointing year last year obviously the big news coach k his farewell tour yep i'll be sick of that in about a week yeah (laughs) i think i'm already sick of it but as much as we dislike duke i think they're going to have a very good team this year yep though they will be better than last year of course i would really hope so missed Uh, the tournament for the first time since 1995 they were awful
1: last year Somehow never got out of the bubble discussion because they're Duke.
0: Well, they actually kind of rounded into form during the tournament, and then they got knocked out because of COVID. And people, I think people that were not fans of Duke were scared because Duke was starting to catch fire, and they thought that they were going to, they had to win the ACC tournament, so they would have had to go on a run, and they were kind of getting there, but then things ended up getting... Getting ruined for them because of COVID. It's a
2: messy year for them in general. Yeah. Coach K with COVID, Jalen Johnson, that whole debacle of him
0: dropping out. It's a much better squad this year. It's led by the freshman who is the ACC Preseason Player of the Year, Paulo Banchero. He was the number four ranked recruit, five-star recruit. Um, He's joined by two other five stars in A.J. Griffin, and uh, who was the other one there uh, Trevor Keels I believe his name yeah. is um, you know Coach K brings in a good squad he's got Jeremy Roach there back as well along with Wendell Moore it, you know I think Austin we looked last year and I think there was a lot of you know people were worried about Duke right from the get go they were ranked like number 10 I think in the nation to start yeah. last year and it didn't really look like a good roster this yeah. year I don't think people are worried about that And especially in this conference That we said is a little bit underwhelming I think Duke is not going to have any problems Being a top 14 in this league I should say top 2
1: Right, it's it's definitely Would you say weaker than last year? I would say, say the
0: same? Yeah, because I, we're going to talk about Virginia, I don't think yeah. Virginia is going to no. be anywhere Near as good as they were last year So um, I think that, that Definitely makes the conference A little bit weaker than it was last year but, um, you know, Blue Devils are going to have a good team this year. I think they're going to be fighting for an ACC championship. As we mentioned, first, first time since 1995, they failed. Um, uh, what was it here? Oh, they didn't make the tournament since 1995, and they failed to finish in the top seven of the ACC standings for the first time That's ever That's wild. under Coach K. I think Coach K will have a much better team in his final year. Down there in North Carolina. Thinking of North Carolina.
2: Oh. Think Mark Williams takes that next step this year. I mean, I he played well game. in the ACC yeah. tournament. Made, well. I think he made second team All yep. Tournament. He was a beast in the he tournament. Was, well, yeah,
0: yeah, he could be. He could be a difference maker for them this year. Um, sticking in the same state of uh, North Carolina, we go to the Tar Heels. Roy Williams is out. Hubert's in. What do we yep. think of the Tar Heels, QB. Honestly,
1: I kind of look at him the same way as last year. They're always big. They're going to get their rebounds. They're going to control the glass. It's really just a matter of it. can Caleb Love and R.J. Davis make shots. We saw that in the NCAA tournament when they played Wisconsin. We all had North Carolina win in that game. Wisconsin was on the, you know, trending downwards all year. They played. Wisconsin destroyed them. Well, North Carolina, North Carolina can
0: make a shot. they stumbled into the tournament as well after – You know, we liked them all year with the size that they had.
2: They had a lot of injuries throughout the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they did. And and they came in as an eight seed. We probably viewed them as more of a five seed. That's probably uh, that's why we were so confident they were gonna be Wisconsin and like you said, they just didn't shoot well. Yeah, and that's kind of the
1: story of the season last year.
0: It's kinda what they they depend on. They get Armando Baycott back. Uh, Garrison Brooks is gone. Walker Kessler is gone. So um, a couple of bigger bodies are gone in this team. But I think Hubert's going to have a pretty solid squad here. You know, I didn't know my boy Brady Manning yeah. transferred. Uh, a, he's there. When I was
2: reviewing that today, I did not. I don't. I did not remember that one. Six-year yeah.
0: transfer from Oklahoma. Yeah. He's he's one of my favorite players. Mm-hmm. He's
2: got a pretty experienced team to deal with for his first season. Hubert, at least, it's not a just rolling five-star freshmen and yep. trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah, and, you know, all jokes aside, I think Manik can bring some – a good shooting element. You know, he's pretty good from three-point yep. range. I think we saw him play more of a bench role last year. Yeah, so. he had,
1: he got, I think he got COVID and just was never really the same after that. Yeah, and you
0: would expect him to probably come off the bench again this year. So as long as he's comfortable in that role, I think he could be, he could be valuable for that North Carolina squad. And we move on here to Virginia. I think we're in agreement. We don't think that Virginia is going to be anywhere near as good as they no. were last year. I think you could say that they're ranked up here in the top four of this conference mostly because of the experience of Tony Bennett and how much Reputation. we tr- And you know he's going to bring players in that he believes he can meld into the structure that he wants to create there. And... He gets Kia Clark back, who I feel like has been there for ten years <laughs> and, and just is, is not going to leave. But he's your point guard for this team, and then you kind of got a you got a bunch of guys that I've never really heard of. You got Jaden Gardner, who comes in he averages over eighteen a game, transferred from East Carolina. What do we like about this Virginia team coming into this year?
1: That they're going to be the defensive team that we know. That they can be, it's just the scoring. Just, I think it's going to be way worse. But it's been worse each year for the past three years, probably. Yeah. But they just don't have, like last year, they had Sam Hauser, Trey Murphy, guys like that that could actually score the basketball. Jay Huff. Jay Huff. I just don't see it this year. I think they're, you know, projected what top top four ish, based on the, their reputation. I think they're gonna fall out of there. I think they're gonna be in the middle
0: of the pack ACC team this year. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you on that on that front. Um, we can move on to Florida State, the Seminoles. I think they got a pretty good squad coming in this year. Leonard Hamilton uh, brings in a couple of the key transfers. Caleb Mills, who was kind of the weird transfer from Houston that was on a great Cougars team, and then just middle left, of the year, just out of nowhere, just left the middle of the year. Uh, a little bit strange. He's got a couple of top 60 recruits coming in as well. He's got the transfer from Kentucky. Everyone remembers Cameron Fletcher, <laughs> who uh, had the outburst on the bench last year, who wasn't really playing for that uh, dismal Kentucky team. He moves on uh, to a Florida State team that I have confidence they could win the, this ACC tournament, or ACC championship, regular season championship, I should say. Um, I'll go out and say I think I had the Seminoles winning.
2: I do as well. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I did too. Yeah, you do as well. I I can never go – I feel like you can always trust Leonard Hamilton and having a solid team, whether he has big names or not. He's going to somehow each year he always gets them to rally together and play just solid basketball.
0: And there's a common theme that I've noticed with Florida State teams is Leonard Hamilton brings in a bunch of elite athletes – that can guard, yep. and then he has people that emerge as scorers for him. I mean, the team that he had last year was men. He had a bunch of men on his team, and he had a guy like Scotty Barnes, who you're seeing explode in the NBA, scoring. He didn't even have to score for this Florida State yeah, team up, last year. he was coming off the bench. He was coming off the bench, and he was more of a defender yeah. than he was a scorer for them. And it just goes to show you the recruiting that Florida State has been able to do in the past couple of years – the recruits they bring in, and yeah. Leonard Hamilton has is, is built a really good culture there. Low-key
1: blue blood now. Yeah. 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 The way they, he's be. been recruiting and the way he's just been able to develop his players. And they're you know constantly good and at the top of the ACC. It, Always it, in position to win.
0: It reminds me of a team like Gonzaga where they're constantly bringing in five-star recruits. It's kind of a... You expect it at this point. Every year, when you look at the recruiting trail, like Florida State has someone like Scotty Barnes who's ranked.
2: It seems to always be a wing player too, like the Scotty Barnes and Matt Cleveland this year. So
0: yeah, and they're an example of a team that I think, in my opinion, does it right. Where they're bringing in these elite five-star players, but they're combining it with veteran big men and people to know how to defend, and it just creates a better dynamic, in my opinion, instead of someone like a Kentucky that is bringing in a bunch of NBA prospects, but they're all freshmen. Yeah. no experience. Exactly. So, that I think that's why I have such great confidence in Florida State being able to win this league, and so um, I guess that makes it a little bit boring here, as we all have the same pick, and I would guess, me and Austin are in agreement here, Virginia Tech is a sleeper team, I think the Hokies could easily finish in top in top three of this conference, I would say. They could probably beat out their counterpart, Virginia. Um, you know, a lot of that hangs with Mike Young bringing over Storm Murphy from Wofford, who was averaging just under 18 a game. Um, you bring back the, the big man, Aluma. I really like this team, Austin. And I know you do, too. The Hokies... They get a couple of big games early on in this season as well to prove that they could be a force here in this ACC. I just I
1: have no idea
0: why this team isn't ranked. They bring back almost
1: everyone of significance that made the NCAA tournament last year as a seven seed, and in Virginia is ranked twenty-four. I, I just I don't understand it. This team's going to be good. They bring back Kiva Luma, who's kind of the just the stud player that. Mike Young brought over also from Wofford. Yep. Uh, Justin Mutz was very good last year. Naheem Alien, Jake, we watched him against in, in that in NCAA Florida, against in that Florida
2: uh, game.
0: Florida. Yeah. He might have been his coming out game. Yep. I love Justin Mutz, Yeah. I personally, like I remember watching them a couple of games last year, and um, he was a difference maker for them along with Aluma. So I think there, there's a lot there for for that Virginia Tech team, and. I, I think they are 100% a tournament team and I think they could be five or better seed. I really yeah, do. Yeah. You know, they... I agree. They, they sunk into that 7-10 matchup, which is just a it's a bad spot to be in. I think they're better than that this year and I, I definitely think that they could push to be a, a, a top three team in this conference.
1: They They are my sleeper team. I appreciate the mutual you guys didn't catch that.
0: Yeah. And... You know, another team that I think could have been a sleeper team is our Syracuse Orange. You know, we talked a lot of shit about Syracuse last (laughs) year coming into the year. We really did not have any positive things to say. We were not optimistic about them. And, you know, they did what they have done in a lot of previous years. They slip into the tournament somehow, and they end up getting to the Sweet 16. And a lot of that was (laughs) on the back of Buddy Bayheim, but... You know, you got to give Jim Bayhan credit for the amount of crap we talk about him as well and how <laughs> we're, we're sick of watching his 2-3 zone. He gets that team to play come tournament time. Yep. And coming into this year, when you looked at this roster before the transfer portal started, I mean, like, Syracuse could have been a top-four team in this conference with bringing back Quincy Garrier, Alan Griffin. Alan Griffin, who for some Richmond. reason decided to go to the NBA, even never though never got drafted, we knew so. he was not going to get drafted. <laughs> and then you had Kadari Richmond, yep. who was emerging late in the season, yep. and you looked at that roster with Buddy Beheim, budding. No, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> buddy Beheim was coming into his own. He's becoming. We saw him handling the ball at the end of the year. I mean, I could go on and on. Syracuse was going to be good this year. And then they all left, and you're left with Buddy Beheim, his brother Jimmy, and freaking Joe Gerrard, <laughs> and here we are. I I do think Syracuse is going to be a tournament team this year. I just don't think it's going to be pretty.
1: Um, I love what I'm seeing in the ex- exhibition games so far with Cole Swider. He's been very efficient from three. He's been scoring the basketball. How about Benny? Benny's been pretty good as well. I like he can score. Number thirty-two.
0: Times recruit coming in this year.
1: He's gonna be good. I worry it's always with the bigs with this team. I I worry how is Jesse improved? How is he gonna look? Barama Cidebay is injured again. <laughs> when will he be back? He's a non he's
0: a non factor as far as uh, I'm concerned. And then we got
1: Frank Anselm who's most likely gonna get minutes this year who is a pretty decent recruit for us, but saw no time last year
0: you're going to see the same thing with Syracuse that you've seen for probably five years in a row you're going to see players pushed into roles that they normally would not be put into on other teams I mean they're just thin like they but they usually are I I will say they're a little deeper than they have been in the past couple of years with bringing in Benny Williams and, and and Frank Anselm as well You know, I think Syracuse is going to do what they usually do. They're going to lose a couple of games they should win, and they're going to win a couple of games that you wouldn't expect them to win. So I I really do think that where we have the orange at number six is probably right around where they'll finish in the ACC, and it'll probably be enough to get them into the tournament.
1: Which which would be way better than what they've been finishing the last couple
0: of years. I can't remember the last time Syracuse wasn't... We were sitting here sweating it out, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And the funny thing is, we sweat it out every year, and then they—they're not even a last four in. They're—they're—they're uh, they're, they're,
1: they're comfortable, comfortable wearing the
0: tournament. Eh?
2: It's just so weird. Did yeah. you see uh, Jim called out Kadari
0: the other day? What did he say? Man, Jim is on a freaking rampage. He's ramping, a, he, man.
2: He, Yeah, he's just letting his filter just non-existent. Yeah, he basically just said that he never put any effort into like practices and never worked hard at all, and that he was. He was never uh, in condition all season. That's why he came off the bench. He was out of shape. So, yep. Yeah. Basically said that when he played the, like, 21 minutes that one game or something like that, and he was like, that hurt us a lot because he played too much. He wasn't in condition for that oh, game. God. So, he's, yeah, but he is on a rampage. He just likes calling out anyone who basically transfers now from Syracuse. So.
0: Goddamn. <laughs> Other teams you want to discuss here, we got Louisville and Notre Dame. I think those are two other notable teams in this ACC that could finish better than they projected to finish. Louisville, man, is this a make or break year for Chris Mack? I mean, he's got all that crap going on off the the court. I think –
2: Unless they give him leeway because they had so many COVID issues last year. I mean, yeah. they, they were on, like, four were pauses, I think, last
0: year. Yeah, they were bad. They didn't play for like a month and a half, yeah. one point during the year.
2: Um, Most likely to be fired out of the ACC, out of the coaches? Uh, him I remember Mike, Mike, Mike Bray. Bray Mike yeah. Bray. Yeah. I think Mike Bray's out there, thing,
0: yeah. and, you know, and we can lump them both in together. The Irish, and they have disappointed the last couple of years. They've been a bottom feeder in the ACC. They're projected to be eight. This year, I think that's a little generous to yeah. be honest with you. What do what do we think of this Irish team?
1: I think it's just because they bring back everyone, and you know they've been in the program for a couple of years, so experience. Eh, we'll see. Maybe Mike Bray lights a fire in the team's ass, and they get it going. They'll Finally. win.
2: They'll win that random like Tuesday or Wednesday <laughs> night, <laughs> night game against like UNC or Duke that no one pays attention to because there's some other like Big Ten or Big Twelve <laughs> game going on. And,
0: yeah, and I think Mike Bray gets a lot of love just because he's he's a good coach. He's a likable guy. Yeah. I think maybe some people are just... You know, maybe he's overstayed his welcome there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I root for Notre Dame. I, I, I like to see them be good, so it's kind of like everyone liking to see Georgetown be good at college basketball again, you know? It's I, fun when they're good. Exactly. So, um, we wish nothing but the best for Notre Dame. I guess the only... Other teams, I I guess I just want to mention quick, Georgia Tech, they were not really surprised. I think people thought they were going to be good last year. They're a little bit of a rocky season, but they got themselves into the tournament. Josh Pastry loses a couple of big players that he had last year. I don't think the Yellow Jackets are going to be very good this year, but... Good story last year for yeah. Georgia Tech.
2: That story probably saved them a couple more years at Georgia Tech, though. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he probably did. I mean, he loses the ACC Player of the Year, right? Along with Jose Alvarado, those were, you Two know, that losses. was kind of the nucleus for yeah. Georgia Tech. Without them, um, I don't think the Yellow Jackets sniff a, a, an ACC bid this year. Um, what about NC State? Do we have any promise for them? We got a
1: couple guys coming back, but. I guess we'll see how they'll how
0: it be
2: goes. they'll beat Syracuse.
1: Oh, Jake, stop!
2: Come on. No, it's some game that they always lose.
0: Syracuse, NC State. I don't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they bring back Manny Bates. I think that's a big get for them to, to get him to come back. Um, you know, this this Wolfpack team is gonna be. They're projected to finish around 10th. I think they could finish a little bit higher than that, but I don't think they find their way in the tournament. Know. Um, I would classify Clemson in the same spot as them. Clemson was a team last year that, man, they were a weird team. They ended up being a 6th seed in the tournament, I believe? There was an 8-9 against Rutgers, or 7-10, something like that? I think you're right. Seven, they were seven, around there. They were comfortably into the field, and All I think right, yeah. we were a little concerned yeah. about them being down there on the bubble. Because yeah, they, they lost
1: up- to Syracuse on the Wednesday, on one of the last regular season games, and I think yep. they lost early in the ACC
0: tournament as well. Yeah. I mean, you get Alamir Dawes, who I think is a very good player. Um, top 20 player in the ACC, I think. I, you know, this Clemson team brings back a little bit. But, you know, it's just the bottom of this ACC is brutal. I mean, <laughs> Miami, Wake Forest, Pitt, and Boston College, I we don't have to talk about them. It's just, Pitt is a team that I would I want them to be good. Like they should be good. I mean, how much more time do we give Capel there? It's it's tough because he's he's
1: recruiting the guys. They play a year and then they all leave. It's it's very tough to build a program that way. And he's he's doing his best, doing what he can.
0: All right, he's doing his best. Tell the AD that. All right, let's move on to the Big Twelve. Dude, oh, by the way, or Jim Liernega? Is this time almost up or no? I think it's time for him to retire. <laughs> <laughs> we are all in agreement. Florida State wins
1: the ACC this year. Right? Correct. Yes. And yes. My sleepers: Virginia Tech,
0: Dan. I like Virginia Tech. I too. also had Virginia. I was
2: between uh, them and uh, Louisville, but uh, Louisville, uh, you no, know, I don't know where their scoring is going to come from. <laughs> so. All
0: right, on to the Big Twelve. Kansas, they're your pretty much unanimous pick to win this conference. I'm in agreement. I love Kansas this year. I don't like Bill Self as a person. <laughs> <laughs> I have no relation to Bill Self, so I can say whatever I want. But Jayhawks, they return some great starters in Abaji, Christian Braun, David McCormack. Jalen Wilson, who is mm. gonna, not going to be there for the beginning of the year because nope. of a DUI. I think the wild card here is they bring in Remy Martin, who, did you see the exhibition game? I saw he came off the bench. He I... was he was crazy. Like, Bill Self was screaming at him during the game. Like, I feel like that is just a, a dicey situation, like pouring gas on a fire. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to work out, but Kansas is going to be great this year. I think being back in Allen Fieldhouse with all those fans, oh, yeah. and, and we know notoriously how good Kansas is at home. You know, I'd be surprised if they lose more than two games at home this year, and I like Kansas to finish at the top of this conference. Yeah, I think they're the best team,
1: most experienced, especially with bringing in Remy Martin, who very good player for Arizona State. Uh, Abaji has a chance to be Big 12 Player of the Year. Um, a lot of them are projecting him to be maybe a first-round NBA draft pick. Yep. Um, Jalen Wilson, when he you know comes back from his suspension, good player. Didn't finish the season strong while last year, but no. we know what he's capable of.
0: He was hot. He was a uh, he was an All-American candidate at the beginning of last year and kind of faded at the back half. I know he had COVID at one point, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Um, broke his ankle the year prior, yep. so I would expect him to bounce back. The DUI situation's a little dicey; he's going to be out to begin the year. How what, what three games, it? three game three suspension? Games, yeah. Mark Few did better than him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, once they get him back, and I think he gets into the swing of things, he's just another weapon for them. I love me some Dave McCormack. Yep. I think he's gotten better in his two years there. Um, And I think he takes another step forward. We talked about this a lot last year. Kansas is better when they have a big man that they can run through. And if McCormack (laughs) continues to improve the way that I've seen, I think Kansas is going to be a force to be reckoned with. And they bring in uh,
1: two guys, Joseph Yesifu, uh, transferred from Drake. Yep. Their hero. Their hero, yes. Yeah. He's in the NCAA tournament against Wichita State. Uh, And Jalen Coleman-Lance, he's been around – couple programs now mm-hmm. uh, transfer from Iowa State these two can provide uh, much-needed scoring off the bench
0: yeah and we saw uh, Christian Braun was a little bit down last year and shooting from three he's kind of a three-point specialist if he can get back into form I mean I think Kansas has all the parts to make a final four run here if, if everything kind of falls yeah, into place for them I agree
2: and they still have long-timer Mitch Lightfoot back for another yeah, year
0: back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> count on him uh, we moved down to Texas a couple of big moves for the Longhorns Chris Beard comes in it's hard to not root against this Texas team when Chris, Bo- when Chris Beard is behind the helm And the reason I say that is because the last couple of years when we talk about Texas Tech we would basically say we trust Chris Beard he's yep. going to get into the tournament Chris Beard isn't at Texas Tech anymore he's at Texas So now with Shaka smart out, Chris Beard in, I think the confidence level for this Texas basketball team just goes through the roof and many are projecting them as a top 10 team to begin the year. Um, Excited for the early season matchup with Gonzaga. I think that's going to be a great game out West in Gonzaga, probably the biggest game in program history for the Bulldogs. And, Big expectations for this Longhorns team this year, Austin. After a, I should say, ugly exit against Abilene Christian last year.
1: Very ugly. I I like this Texas team. It's going to be interesting to see all these new parts kind of fit together, see how they play. Yes. Um, This is not your
0: grandma's Texas team. (laughs) No.
1: Kind of the only glue guys returning are Courtney Ramey and Andrew Jones, who were two very good players last year for the Longhorns. They bring in uh, Minnesota transfer Marcus Carr, who's a very good
0: player. Now, guard. I-, I worry, Austin. You worry There's them. not enough minutes to go yeah, around. For, for all, all these guards. Like,
2: <laughs> so yeah. many guards. Because
0: Courtney, Ramey, and Andrew Jones are going to get theirs. They're The veterans there, they've proven they belong on this team, they're going to play. I mean, we saw Marcus Carr succeed because of him being able to control the ball in Minnesota shooting the lights and off. basically do whatever he wants, <laughs> he's not gonna be able to do that. Yeah. And I think I'm not gonna say you have a bunch of big personalities coming together, but you have a bunch of skilled players that Chris Beard is gonna to have to somehow meld together and I guess it comes down to the trust factor that we have with Chris Beard and being able to do that as a coach. Which I think he can yes. he can handle.
1: He'll obviously talk to all them and and We'll see how that goes, but freaking Devin Askew's there, I know. Like, Devin Askew,
0: five-star he, prospect at Kentucky. He last leaves year.
2: Kentucky because he's not playing that much, and they had depth coming in. And all of a sudden, he goes to Texas. He was, I think, he was like their very first transfer, day, right yeah. there. And then all of a sudden, they get more and he was bigger not good recruits at was Kentucky. Not good. Last no, he's year. not. He was not good. He, 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 turned, the, the,
0: he turned the ball over. and... He was the. I think he
2: was, like, one of the top five worst in, like, uh, assist-to-turnover ratio in the whole league last year. Well, NCAA, Division One.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I worry about players like him, and just, I mean, you look at the amount of talent that's on that roster. Timmy
1: Allen, really good player from Utah. Trey Mitchell um, played at UMass. He was very good average, like around 19 points per game with
0: them. Yeah, you can't understate the fact of the talent that is gone. I mean, Matt Coleman, Jericho Sims, Kai Jones, Greg Brown all gone to the NBA. I mean, it was a great team last year that Shaka Smart built. Chris Beard brings back, as you mentioned, Ramy and Jones, but you have a lot of talented parts coming from other other teams that you know, he's going to have to try and meld together. Very interesting team. I'm, I'm very, very interested yeah. to see how it turns Christian out.
1: Bishop, Creighton, uh, Dylan dissu who almost averaged a double-double, and you just almost never heard of him because he's transferred from Vanderbilt. So, yeah. A lot of interesting pieces just coming together on this Texas team, you know, hoping for big things.
0: Yep. We move on to the reigning Big 12 national champion Baylor Bears, Scott Drew. He brings back Adam Flagler and Matthew Mayer. They're kind of the the nucleus of this roster. He loses obvious pieces in Davion Mitchell, who was the stud um, tournament for them. Um, Remind me of the other guy. Miceo Teague leaves. Um, You know, he had a couple of good players that are gone there for Baylor, but still ranked to finish, or projected to finish third in this conference. They're a top 10 team to begin the year. What do we think of this Baylor team? I don't think... Many people are expecting them to repeat what happened last year, but what Scott Drew did last year cannot be understated. You know, the Bears are going to be a good team again this year, I think.
1: They're going to be good. It's just a matter of can, because Adam Flagler, Matthew Meyer, and Jonathan Chachu Chum Chachua all kind of relied on, you know, Matthew Teague, Jared Butler. Who's the other guard? There was another one. Um,
2: what's was it wasn't um, Mitchell? Was it me? no? Yes, yes. Trey, uh, Trey Mitchell, said, Davion um, Mitchell. Um, like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They you, the they okay. have relied on those three to kind of get them going, take
0: over the game. And well, Matthew they, Mayer was more coming off the bench, and yeah. he had a couple of games where like huge, training, he was training threes. Numbers, yeah. like I mean, he is definitely capable, and I think many people view him as an NBA yeah, prospect, first, first round, round pick. Yeah. And I think he's definitely capable of taking that next step forward. But like you said, you don't have those other pieces there to get the game going for you. Like you're A. you're the guy now. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe there's a little bit of skepticism when it comes to to that element of their game. But um, I think Baylor is going to be a, a tournament team, probably a, a four four better seed.
1: I'd agree with that, and they bring in James Akinjo, kind of a journeyman himself. Georgetown to Arizona, now to Baylor, who can score the basketball and kind of can provide some relief for uh, Adam Flagler and Matthew Meyer. So I, again, this will be a fun team to watch, and I'm interested to see how well they do um, with all the talent that they lost from last year's team. National championship team.
0: Yeah. And we can quickly gloss over Oklahoma State mm-hmm. here just because of um, the unfortunate events that happened, where they're not going to be a part of the postseason this year, so you know they're going to play a factor in this season, but ultimately, you know we're not going to be talking to them about them yeah. come March Madness, and it's disappointing from the fact that I was very excited about this yeah, team. They, they brought they in the some. They brought in some very good transfers. Bryce Thompson. Um, your boy, Musa Cisse, from Memphis. Yeah, <laughs> Jake's checking his head over there. Can have him. Newton. Yeah. They can <laughs> have <laughs> him. Newton. They can have him. You know, Mike Boynton, I think he's built a pretty good program there. Obviously, the big loss is Cade Cunningham, the number one overall pick in the NBA. You lose him. But like you said, it's a great roster. The Cowboys had a great roster. They were my sleeper pick to win yeah, the conference. I, I, they could have ran the table and, and, and won the conference. Unfortunate that that's not going to happen for them this year. Criminal. well literally it was (laughs) just ask Lamont Evans (laughs) anyway we'll move on Texas Tech Mark Adams is in Chris Beard is out we touched on Chris Beard he's at Texas Tech now I'm a little worried about this Red Raiders team I think they're a tournament team but I don't think Texas Tech is going to be capable of making it as far as they did under Chris Beard my opinion
2: I think they'll still have the, like, competitiveness that Chris Beard brought to the team, considering it well, is... Yeah, Mark Adams yeah. Is under was under the right. watch of Chris Beard, I think, so... I think they could steal a few games, but...
0: You get Kevin O'Banner that comes yeah, in, I'm Kevin very O'Banner, excited yeah. to see how he does in a Power Five conference, uh, the transfer from Oral Roberts, who kind of busted out of the scene during the tournament last year, um... You know, I'm excited to see him. You get Terrence Shannon Jr. that comes back for this Red Raiders squad as well. Like you said, Jake, I really do think that they're going to be a competitive squad again, and they're going to win some games you don't expect them to win. Yeah. You know, they're one of those teams that you know can go into Allen Fieldhouse and win a game that you don't expect them to win. I just, it's going to be a little different. You, you think it's going to be the same because Mark Adams was underneath Chris Beard? It, I, I don't know if it's going to be like that. Do you think?
1: You think there'll be a tournament team or bubble watch?
0: Well, let me ask you this. How many teams do you think come out of the Big 12? So we can negate Oklahoma State. Yeah. So you have three automatic that are in. Your other wild cards are Texas Tech, West Virginia, and Oklahoma. TCU, Kansas State, and Iowa State are not sniffing a
3: tournament.
2: So... Kansas, Iowa stayed on their, what, their third coach in the last five years, I think it was now, or something like that. Yeah, and I don't
0: <laughs> have West Virginia or Oklahoma making the tournament. I don't either. I, I think Texas Tech is close to the bubble, yeah. but I think they make it in. Yeah. This is a 4, this is a four bid league. Not what it was now.
1: last year, you
0: know? No, and it's still going to be the Big 12. It's still going to be where every night is a grind, yeah. you know. It's just... This league is suffering right now with getting bogged down by TCU, Kansas State, and Iowa State. Because in years past, those teams have been legitimate teams. And you've had yeah. a 10-team ten, a ten league where all 10 teams are competitive and can win in any night. You don't have that right now. And then you're losing Oklahoma and Texas in two years. What What is going to happen with this conference? I mean, you're bringing in the likes of Houston, BYU. Yeah. I mean, there's another team nice UCF? UCF? Like that, Cincinnati? No? No. I can't remember. It's Cincinnati. not. Austin, it's not the same. It's just not it's the, the same. same. I, I worry about this conference as a whole. I really do.
2: It won't be the same listening to uh, Fran call uh, a game of <laughs> no. Oklahoma State versus UCF it or something. It won't be the same. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: wanna, you want to touch on West Virginia and you know, Oklahoma real quick before we move on? Yeah, we, we can do on. that. What do we What do we think of um, uh, the Mountaineers this year with my boy Bobby Huggies?
1: Yikes! <laughs> uh,
0: Miles McBride and Derek Culver are gone. Those are the the two big players. Really There's, leaning
2: on uh, Jalen Bridges this year is what it's going to be.
1: Yep, and Sean McNeil who just yeah. can hit like seven threes if he wants to. But <laughs> yeah, it's kind of all they have. Yeah. And that Osa Boyan guy, he's a great defender, but just can't score the basketball
0: you lose Oscar Schwebe, who should have been there still yeah. but left for Kentucky. So I I agree. I don't think West Virginia's a, a tournament team um along with Oklahoma, uh Lon Kruger, he retires Porter Moser Porter Moser, excuse me. Uh from Loyola Chicago comes in. I think he's going to quickly make the Sooners a good team. Yep. It's just going to take a little bit of work. Um you have you, lost a couple of big key parts to this team, um, including Davion Harmon, who goes to Oregon. Love that pickup. Yeah. And. Um, Austin uh, Reeves. Austin Reeves, who's in the NBA now. Lakers. Lakers. Good luck. Um, <laughs> you know, those were your two big guys that you had in Oklahoma. You don't have those. So, um, I wouldn't say Porter's building this program from the ground up, but. I think it could take a year or two for him to get things rolling out there in Norman. Oklahoma's my sleeper pick. No!
1: Wow. Care to elaborate? Um, they, uh, they still got Umoja Gibson and Elijah Harglis, who were both pretty good players last year for the Sooners team. And they bring in the Groves twins from Eastern Washington.
0: How long you been waiting to say oh. that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> waiting a while. Can't,
2: can't forget the Duke man. Jordan, Jordan Gold wire <laughs> <laughs>
1: man. <laughs> we'll see, but they're my sleeper
0: pick. Jake, you got a sleeper pick? My sleeper pick was Oklahoma State. No, yeah, it doesn't no, count anymore. No. No. no, I'll jump on Oklahoma with you. Why the hell not? I join.
2: I'll follow uh, Mark Adams and Texas Tech Red Raiders oh, okay. sleeper. Yeah, Jake, okay.
1: I like it. And who, who do we have winning? Uh,
0: League 12? I have I, Kansas winning. I have Texas. Texas. What It's okay. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. On to the Big Ten. This one might take a while. Jake, how long are <laughs> we in? 40 minutes. All right. We'll try and speed it up here. All right. We'll start <clears throat> at the top. Man, oh, man. Those Purdue Boilermakers, they're getting some love this offseason. Matt Painter's going to win his first national championship. I don't think so. We'll see, though. Trevion Williams, he's a stud. Comes back. Jaden Ivey, most overhyped player in the offseason. (laughs) Zach Eady, second most overhyped player in the offseason. I'm just kidding. I think this Boilermakers team, top three team in the Big Ten. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say they're just going to win the whole damn thing. But Purdue, they're good. They're good. And And I think what pushes them over the edge is... These guys are all veterans that are coming back, and they're coming into their own. Matt Painter is a coach that is one I trust. He's been there for 15, or no, 17, 17 years. years now. 17 years. Could this be the year that he takes the Boilermakers to the Final Four?
1: It could be. I mean, he brings back literally everyone. Literally. Literally. From literally. A, a team that gr- grabbed a four... Sabres on the strike. <laughs> <side. laughs> Uh, Brings back literally everyone that got a uh, that got a four seed last year, but lost to North Texas. Very unfortunate.
2: Future American Conference team.
1: Thank you, Jake. But they, you know, JD Jane Ivy look for him to have a breakout year. Uh, Zach Eady, he's a monster. The only issue is him and Travion. I don't think can play together.
0: No, but I don't. I don't consider that a problem for me i I think it actually could work in their favor because i don't think I don't think Zach Eady can play starting minutes. I'd rather see him come off the bench in relief of Travion Williams and if worse comes to worse you can put i think you could put Travion at the four and play and you could play Edie you know at the five like he would normally be because he's a fricking monster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean the hype is warranted with this Purdue yeah. team. I I will agree with you there, Michigan. You know, I trust my boy. I, I trust my boy. Um, Hunter. Yeah, Hunter. <laughs> Pat Roble Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I I you know Michigan is. They have not missed a beat since uh, freaking Jim Beeline left. Yeah. I mean, they have just continued to roll on. Um, you lose Isaiah Livers and Franz Wagner to the NBA. Those are two big misses. You get Hunter Dickinson back. Uh, you know, you're gonna notice a trend here with this conference. A lot of good big men. Yeah. And Hunter Dickinson is one of the best. I'd say top three, along with Kofi and probably Travion in this conference. Um, what do we think of this Wolverines team, Austin? I, I think they're. I like them. They're gonna be good I again. I like them.
1: They constantly. They, you know, keep guys, veteran guys, kind of like Eli Brooks. Brandon Johns is a great guy. I think he's pretty good. He, You know, he filled in for um, Hunter when he was out for a couple of games last season and looked really good. And, you know, they recruit well constantly. Bringing Caleb Houston, the five-star, Musa, Musa Diabate, five-star. Another the big man. Hunter Dickinson. Yep. Um, and they seem to like last season. They recruited uh, Mike Smith, the point guard from Yale, transfer from Yale, and they get Devonte Jones, who puts up averages seventeen points per game around there, as the new point guard. I, I like it. I like this team. Terrence Williams is a guy that's getting some buzz right now. I think top top three. I think safe to say in the Big uh, Big Ten. But this is a team that constantly reloads, and should be a force in the Big Ten.
0: Caleb Houston is going to be a stud this year. Could be freshman of the year in the Big Ten. And I also, Jawan Howard gets the most out of his roster. Every single year since he has come to Michigan, they have been better than they have projected to initially, you know, been off the bat. Love Jawan Howard. Love the Wolverines. Think they're going to be a top three team in the league as well. The other team, I think, will be a top three team in this league. Illinois, Illini. Um, Obviously, a a lot hung up in the air with Kofi Coburn saying he was going to enter the transfer portal. A little bit of a strange situation. Mm -hmm. Ends up coming back to Illinois um, to the delight of the fans down there in Champaign. But, Kofi's going to be out for the first three games of the year because he went and sold some merchandise about a month before the the rules actually changed. We do not have to go in... Into that. I don't really understand that, but um, not going to really matter that I mean, he's out for the first three games of the year for this Illinois team. But he's going to be a big part if Illinois wants to get back to the tournament and be a top seed as they were last year. Um, after a pretty disappointing run in, in the March Madness tournament that saw them losing the second round in Loyola, Chicago, I had them winning the whole damn thing. Obviously, that did not work out. Um, you know, I, I guess it should be stated here, Brad Underwood loses a couple of the big pieces. Io is obviously the big one. And you also lose Adam Miller, who was a big freshman get for you guys last year. For a team that was off the radar for a while and then comes in with Brad Underwood, they're good. Then they get a five-star prospect and Adam Miller. He leaves. Now it kind of falls under the backs of Carbello, who is... I would say getting just as much hype as uh, Jaden Ivey and Zach Eady there, but I think he could have a big breakout year for the Illinois squad.
1: Yeah, a lot of people are picking him to be, what, first team all big time, Corbello, breakout year, Yes. in a way. Uh, one thing that concerns me is his shooting. Has it improved? Can't he can he, be
2: a little risky at times, a little be flashy. Because
0: we never saw him in, right. in, in in to be the man, you know, because you had Io there, and so he basically... Uh, was second fiddle, and, and he did great in that role. So I think a lot of people are under the mindset of, well, you just plug him into the starting role, and he's going to be even better. Right. I don't know if that's the case. I hope it is, because I think he's a great talent, and he could be very good this year. And Hey, they scored, finally. yeah. But I think he could be very good for this Illinois team. He's no aisle. You You can't compare the two. But they're going to need him to be big, and obviously you need Kofi to be big.
1: Yeah, because we saw a lot of games last year where Io was the guy, just thirty point. He will them to the win. Yeah, yeah. So who's gonna take that next step? It could be, could be Andre Corbello, and the guy I see could be Trent Frazier, who comes yes. back as well. Yes. He's he can score the basketball. He's been a capable scorer for this team, and you know just they bring in uh, bring back just everyone of relevance basically besides Io and Adam Miller. Damonte Williams can hit threes, Jacob Granison, and most of all, Kofi Coburn. But he's out for the first three games of the year, so they bring in Omar Payne from Florida. Had a couple, you know, decent games for the Gators. I think he can enhance his role as uh, the backup big man in, uh, in, in Illinois. And they also bring in Al- Alfonso Plummer, a guy that can really shoot the three ball. Uh, transfer from Utah. and I think he averaged around 14 points per game. I like this Illinois team. I think they're top four. I think them and Michigan State can kind of flip-flop either or, but they they should be relevant in the Big Ten this year.
2: The other thing I wouldn't say is, like, concerning, but maybe surprising with how good this Illinois team has been the last couple of years, their non-conference schedule is extremely weak in comparison to what it has been.
0: When you play in the Big Ten... I feel like you, can you get, get away a with that lot of
2: quad one opportunities in the Big Ten, anyways. Yeah, but. I
0: don't know if that plays into it, but I, I would think it's got to be a part of it. Where you're thinking like, we're gonna play so many of these good games in our conference schedule, live Bogger's schedule down with even more non-conference games, and didn't they they beat Duke at the beginning of last year, right?
1: I think so. I think they did. Yeah. Before, so.
0: when that that was when Duke was ranked before. And they played.
1: They played Baylor as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Early on. Yeah. Okay.
0: I like I like my Illini. I've been on them for yeah, yeah, a couple have of years now. Yeah, year. well, yeah. I, I, was, I was on them before they blew <laughs> up. Yeah. They're, a, they're an OG <laughs> dance Even <team. laughs> uh, Dayton, Dayton yeah. kind of went the other yeah. way, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, we move on. Ohio State, the Buckeyes, I like them this year, Austin. I think they're going to be a good team. They're flying on the radar a little bit. With the three teams that we talked about, I think you have – a lot of people projecting either Purdue, Michigan, or Illinois one of three to win the Big Ten. Ohio State, I think, is the fourth team in this conference, as far as I'm concerned at least. You bring back EJ Liddell. I think he's the biggest piece that comes back for this Buckeyes team. Chris Holtman, steady-addy man, brings back another good squad. What do we think of the Buckeyes, Austin?
1: I think, they're, like you said,
0: they're flying under the radar. They're going to be good. Uh, they
1: bring in Jamari Wheeler, transferred from Penn State. <laughs> uh, Cedric Russell can really score the basketball, and the, the you know the guys that have been there, Adele, e. should be first team All Big All Big Ten this year. Uh, Kyle Young, good defensive guy. Justice Suing, role guy that can really shoot the basketball. J- Justin Arns is still there, hit the three. They're gonna be
0: good. You know what I can bear this team to? They remind me of Kansas. I'd agree with that. Just a, yeah, I like that. You have experience, you're bringing in a couple of the good transfers. Yep. You have Kyle Young, who I think compares to McCormack a little bit. Yep. You have Justin Arns, who's your Christian Braun, can knock down a couple of threes. And, you know, you got your stud you're bringing in with Jamari Wheeler. I think there's comparisons that I that I can make between the two teams. I think Kansas is a better overall team than Ohio State is, but... Chris Holtman has has built a really good program there since taking over, and I I do think the Buckeyes are flying under the radar. I'm not going to call them a sleeper because I think everyone's expecting them to be a a tournament team this year, but at the same time, I think they could be even better than they're projected to be. Yeah,
1: I agree. Jake, do you like the Buckeyes this
2: year? I do like them. I I can't forget Seth Towns, injured again, though.
0: Okay. Oh, God. He, he's, <laughs> he's always he's injured. When he, like, yeah, he's never been healthy ever since he's, he's been there. healthy, I mean. Every time. <laughs> Maybe he'll play this year, I don't know. He's got a back now?
2: issue going yeah. on now, so. Old
0: man Seth. <laughs> All right, Austin, we can go in a bunch of different directions here. I'm going to hold off on, uh, we going go to Michigan State. We'll go with the we'll go with Spartans. What do we think of Tom Izzo's squad this year? I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. Agreed. That's why I didn't have anything to say before I threw it to you. Uh,
1: (laughs) It's kind of a mystery because, I mean, they got a couple good recruits coming in. Max Christie, I think, will be a key contributor to this uh, Spartan team. Just a lot of... You got Gabe Brown still there. A.J. Holgard who last year you didn't get really a lot from. Your boy Aaron's gone, Jake. I
2: know. Finally. Finally. No, no,
0: no,
1: no. You know, they lose... Langford, Aaron Henry, Rocket Watts.
0: Transferred. Yeah. Just, I worry. you got to get more out of Joey Hauser. I think he was a little underwhelming yeah, he, for what they yeah. were expecting from him transferring there last year. You know, after the long wait where he had to sit out a whole year yeah. before he, he ended up playing for them. Um, you, you're going to have to get more out of him. You know?
2: Marcus Bingham. Still there.
0: I, I agree with you, Austin. I think... We should reserve judgment. It, you know, maybe less words is better here because we don't really know what to <laughs> yeah, expect. We
1: so we'll find out Tuesday.
0: Yeah, we are gonna find out Tuesday, and I think they're gonna get their asses kicked. Is what I think is <laughs> <laughs> gonna happen. But that's unfortunate
2: first game of the year. Yeah,
0: I don't know. We'll see. I guess I should trust Tom Izzo, even though I don't want it to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's talk about the Terps, <laughs> Maryland. My sleeper. Your sleeper? Yeah, what? <laughs> ah, <we're>, ah.
3: <laughs>
0: what do we think? They're going to be good. They're they're going to be better than they were last yeah. year.
2: Eric back yet again. I feel like he's been there forever, Eric Ayala. But
0: yeah, Fats That's Russell coming boy, on
2: in from Rhode Island. My boy Fats.
1: Oh. That's to Scott. Get your boy Cutest Wahab from Georgetown. Key, key Ian guy, Martinez you know, from Utah. Year. They're gonna be it'll be interesting. They're gonna be you know fighting for the top. Um, they're not gonna go away easy. I th- I think Maryland unfortunately is gonna be decent next year.
0: Yeah, I mean a common theme that you're gonna see with a lot of these teams is. The transfer portal was so vast this year that you have a lot of these teams that are bringing in so much fresh blood, and Maryland is one of those teams. Yeah, it's going to be a matter of Mark Turgeon being able to bring that together. Do I trust Mark Turgeon? No, no. <laughs> Mark <laughs> Turgeon. not at all. But yeah. I mean, you never know with Maryland. I think Maryland will be a tournament team. I think. I mean, I think there's eight. Teams in this league that could make the tournament and that I think will make the tournament. And there's probably two more that'll be around the bubble, similar to what we had last year. Um, Maryland should be firmly into the tournament, but you never know with them. So I guess we can leave it at that. Indiana, another team that, strangely enough, they lose their coach and then they get all of their players to return. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> it, it, it's unbelievable. Trace Jackson Davis, first team Big Ten lock of the year, I think, automatically will be there. Um, he's a stud. You bring back Race Thompson as well. Um Indiana, you get rid of Archie Miller and Mike Woodson comes right into a great team. And I think his Hoosiers are going to make the tournament in his well, first year. Brings
2: in Xavier Johnson from Pitt as well. What a job by him.
1: He's got,
0: a better, he's got a better team than Archie had. They get rid of Archie, you think everyone is gone. You think well, They all entered the portal. Either. So that was our assumption was Archie's gone, this team is a dumpster fire. Who's going to want to play for them? Yep. Mike Woodson comes in, I don't know if he threw money at him like, <laughs> right. whatever the hell he did he got him to all come back and he's got a great team man. keeps Trace Jackson Davis
1: keeps race Thompson who are were two probably of the best players Indiana had last season brings in Miller Coman um Northwestern who can really shoot the basketball Tamar Bates a five I believe is a five-star recruit Xavier Johnson who is a scorer on pitt
2: Still have their five-star Christian Lander. Yep. Kept him as well, even though he struggled last year with Archie, and I think he didn't even play for some he didn't games. didn't really play that much. Yeah.
1: But... Could Can you growl... say sleeper? They are my
0: sleeper. Ah! They're not my sleeper. Oh. I can't trust Indiana. I've been burned one too many <laughs> times. I, even, I was their biggest supporter last year. I was sad when Archie left. I thought he got a... a bad shake but then again Mike Woodson's already proved that he's a better coach than Archie <laughs> and he hasn't, even coached he hasn't even coached the game, coached the game. So, let's talk about my sleeper oh, Rutgers. Oh my Rutgers hey. wow. Ron Harper Jr God I didn't even know until a week ago that he actually was coming back <laughs> I, I, like I thought he was gone Ron Harper Jr is there and Geo Baker's back Ron Harper Jr has just got to do what he has done since he has been at Rutgers I think this really comes down to Geo has to be better than he was last year. Geo Baker underperformed. We talked about him. We thought he was at least second-team Big Ten. He did not live up to that last year. Um, I think Ron Harper has to lay off some of the load to Geo because Ron Harper Jr., he forced a lot last year. And I watched some games where they lost – Specifically because Ron Harper shot under 20% from the field in those games. If he can take his foot off the accelerator a little bit, I think Steve Peigel has a good team. Um, You do lose Jacob Young. Miles Johnson goes to UCLA. Um, There's a couple of key pieces that are gone for the Scarlet Knights team, but I think Rutgers is a tournament team once again.
1: They should be relevant. I don't see why not. Got a good team uh, on paper. I think Cliff Amorui could take that next step and be like the new Miles Johnson, maybe even better.
0: He came on at the end of last year, and he looked like he was kind of coming into his own. He he had no idea what he was doing at the beginning Mm -hmm. of last year. He didn't know how to play basketball, and then he kind of figured it out at the end (laughs) end of the year. And I, I agree. I think he is another big man that could be... Great in this league, and it's just another one. Yeah, you lose have- Miles Johnson, and he's a- if he's able to come in there and replace him. Um, I-, I think this Rutgers team is going to be good next year. You look like you have something to say over there. Nothing, dude. Here? That's what I thought. Okay. All right, we can burn through these last couple. We of can teams. end it quick. We're running out of time. Okay, Wisconsin, so, Iowa, Wisconsin, uh, man, lost everyone.
2: They have Davidson. It's just stale.
0: It's yeah. it's stale. It's stale and dull.
2: Is you think he's on the hot seat? Kind of like Greg Gard. Greg he's Gard, he's, he's got to be on the hard, hot Gard,
0: seat. Greg Gard, he. We said Greg Gard was going to get fired three years ago. When <laughs> we started this podcast. and He's still there. So, um, man, Iowa, holy crap! What a fall from grace. Yeah, um, just it's just not a good roster this year. Fran, McCra- Fran McCaffrey, he had his chance with uh, Luca Garza and company. He does bring back Jordan Bohan, and he's got C.J. Frederick there as well. It's not a terrible roster. Frederick Kentucky. No uh,
3: yeah, man.
1: Yeah. Keegan Murray will be a name. I forgot today. about that. It'll be a name that pops up here and there. Keegan Murray for Iowa. Yeah. Um, Northwestern. They bring back basically kind of everyone, and everyone keeps saying that they'll you know take that next step in a little bit, and by next step we mean maybe inch a spot above where they finished last year.
0: Which Austin probably last. I want Nebraska to be
2: good, especially with Bryce McGowan's coming in, Lonzo Verge, you think Arizona gonna, State. Lonzo no, Verge, Arizona I think State. they're finally might have some excitement to their team, but I don't think they'll be good.
1: Lonzo Verge, Arizona State. Transfer. I
0: want to root for Fred Hoiberg after seeing yeah. basically die on the, bench on the court during, during COVID. <laughs> like I want to see that. The McGowan's his first,
2: yeah, his first five star, and Bryce McGowan's coming in. Flat Mayan yeah. but no, that's it.
0: That's all right. We'll move on to the Big East. Pretty simple conference, I think, Austin. Villanova's going to win the Big East. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that speaks to how good we think Minnesota, or Minnesota, how good Villanova's going to be this year, or more to the fact that just how weak this conference is coming into this year just in terms of a lot of mediocre teams, I would say. Um, we can start at the top with the Wildcats. Just a kind of a blessing that Jay Wright's able to get his leader, uh, Colin Gillespie, back for this year. Um, they lose him at the end of last season, wasn't able to come back in the tournament. He's your leader, your your point getter. He pretty much is a floor general. He does everything for you. Um, he's, you could probably pencil him into. the Big East first team, I would say. Um, Player of the Year?
2: Me? Yes,
0: yes. I think his teammate, uh, Justin Moore, will be up there for Player of the Year as well. Um, Those are your two best all-round players, I would say, for Villanova. The big loss. um, God, why am I blanking on his name? You got it, Dan. Um, Come on, you got it. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, there you <laughs> <come>. <laughs> we got there. Uh, he's your your big loss for Villanova defensive player of the year in the Big East for him. W- what do we think big picture for this Villanova team? We obviously project them to win this conference. Yep. Let's talk about you know bigger picture March Madness. Where do we see them getting to? I don't know because. We saw
1: last year's. It's literally the same exact team as last year, but minus Jeremiah Robinson. I'll
0: be honest. I did not really like this team last year.
1: No, we were down on them. We were we were big shit talkers on Villanova. We would
0: yeah. They lost once they lost Gillespie. I mean, they were a very beatable team. Yeah, we saw them lose to Providence. Late in the season, they lost to Butler. Uh, They. They lost to Georgetown in the tournament, right? Yeah, yeah, because then yeah. Georgetown went on to win and get the auto bid. Yeah. So it was a very beatable team coming into the tournament. They
1: picked, who was it someone to beat them in the first round? They ended up winning,
0: yeah. Without
2: last yeah. Or didn't? Were they the ones that played UC Santa Barbara? Yes,
1: and five mm, twelve. Yes, yes, five twelve. UC Santa Barbara played Creighton. Oh, yeah. Um, it was yeah. Another, we'll uh, another
0: one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I, I guess the point is Villanova bringing back much of the team that they had last year doesn't really make us any more confident in mm. that. But Jay Wright's a great coach. I think Villanova's going to win this. Say a round of 32 exit. Round of 32 exit. What what we? we What do we. I mean, they're probably going to be what? They're probably going to be like a three seed, I, maybe I even that. a two. So, yeah. wait and see, wait and I see. guess. I
2: mean, their first test comes against UCLA right away.
0: On 11.30 12th, so. p.m. tip. I think that's going to be a good game. Yeah. You know, because you have – okay, well, UCLA is a very interesting team, I think. And, you know, we're going to figure out a lot about both of them early on in the season. I would say UConn is the second best team in this conference. Dan Hurley had an NCAA tournament team. Um, for a second consecutive season. Well, it should be second consecutive yeah. season back in the NCAA tournament, I should say. Where do we like this UConn team to go? Obviously, the big loss is Gene Booknight. He was kind of the catalyst for the offense um, for the Huskies. Where's it going to come from this year for UConn? Uh, it's
1: got to come from R.J. Cole, uh, the point guard, averaged 12 points per game last year. I think he can take that next step, um, take you know step out of the shadow, James Booknight a little bit. I think Isaiah Whaley's is a guy that can uh, you know help this team win games. Uh, Tyree Smart on the transfer from Rhode Island, average double double, basically at Rhode Island. I think he can be a big contributor. Uh, I think I think they'll make the tournament. It, it'll be interesting to see how they fare because. You just kind of never know with UConn, I guess you could say. They got hot last year at some points, and then you know they dwindle off, and we were like, "What's going on with this team?" So it'll be interesting. I think they'll make the tournament. At the
0: second in the Big, eh, third. They're in the Big East. We got stuck in St. the Big East. St. John's. St. John's. All right, we can get right to them then. The Johnnies. They're
2: my sleeper as well. St. John's. The Johnnies. All right. I'm on Golden Gate, Mike's side.
0: Yeah, I think the Giants are going to be good this year. I don't know if I'm as bullish as you two are. I think they're going to be a fringe tournament team. Um, the big get, you, you get Julian Champagne to come back onto the team, average just a tick under 20 a game, 7.5 rebounds as well. He was kind of the nucleus for that team. You're just as bullish on St. John's? I mean they
2: bring back Posh Alexander, Posh will be Alexander. their ball handler with Julian, so
1: my
0: boy Montez Mathis from Rutgers transferred. Yep. Posh is a freaking bull. He's yeah. Yeah. He's very good. Um you know, I think he could fly under the radar to be uh all American maybe this year. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah, I, I do think the St. John's team is gonna be good. Interested to see how they fare with expectations now that I think people, yeah. yeah have put them on the radar. Um, I'd love to see them make the tournament. I really would, and I think they're going to have a good chance to do it this year. Another team that I think desperately needs to get back to the tournament is the Musketeers of Xavier. Ever since Chris Mack left, Travis Steele, his seat has gotten progressively warmer. I think it is going to get scorching hot this year if Xavier does not get off to a good start. and I think that is mainly because of the success that Chris Mack was able to instill there and then Travis Steele was just simply not able to to carry over into his tenure. But with that being said, I think he has maybe his best squad since yeah. taking over Xavier and they're expected to make the tournament and I think they will. And I think that's going to be mainly because of getting Zach Fremantle and Paul Scrubs back. They're going to be the, the catalyst for for this Xavier team.
1: Yep. They're currently dealing, dealing with a lot of injuries. Zach Freeman, I'll hurt his foot. He'll be out for you know a number of weeks or months. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure when he's coming back. They bring in Jack Nungy from Iowa. He's currently hurt. Don't know when he's going to be back. Drum Hunter from Virginia. Um, and Their back coordinator, Johnson and Paul Scruggs.
0: I mean, this whole, this just puts more pressure on Scruggs because yeah. he's going to have to pick up the slack yeah. while uh, Fremantle is out.
1: I, I think this team will make the
0: NCAA tournament. They're going to have to. They should with the talent that they have. And the conference that they're in, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, outside of those other three teams that we just talked about, I think it's a four-horse race there with, mm-hmm. with UConn, Villanova, and St. John's. You know... I think Xavier could easily finish second in this conference if they are able to get healthy and stay healthy. That's easier said than done, but um, you know, I I would like to see Xavier be good again. It's been a while, I yeah. think, you know, since they've been a, a, a solid team, and I definitely think they have a good shot of making the, the tournament. They were in the discussion there for a while yeah. in the back half of the season. The resume they lost just,
1: to Butler, I think, in the biggest Tournament. Yeah, I think... kind of closed the door immediately. I think that. I
0: remember their, their resume was just not very strong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they couldn't afford a bad loss. Yeah. And it took a couple of them and it, it, it kind of knocked them out of the tournament discussion. Alright. We can quickly move through the back half of this conference. What do we think of the likes of Butler, Seton Hall, Creighton? Um, I'd even throw Providence in there. A bunch of teams that don't return a lot and are not expected to make the tournament. Butler is my sleeper team in the yeah. I okay, do you like them? they
1: they bring back experience. Aaron Thompson's a you know, great player, uh, kind of do it all, score, rebound average just a tick under five assists per game last year. J.R. Bolden, he's a kind of a double-double guy. Uh, with Bryce Ninsey, however you say that, 11.4 points per game, 7.7. He's a he's a good player for this team. Bryce Golden, they, they bring back experience. I think people are kind of underestimating them a little bit. I think they could be a surprise in this league. And... I think top five finishes, you know, in in their nature. I think
0: I think they can do it. Well I have Villanova winning the league. I have Seton Hall as my sleeper okay. in this league. Jared Roden, he comes back. Canari Richmond goes over to Seaton Hall as well. You know I just think the Seton Hall team, it was a disappointing year for them last season after getting to the tournament, really coming out of the scene the year before. I think the Pirates are going to make it back to the tournament this year. I think they're going to have a Uh-oh. surprise year. Uh-oh. I like them. I like them a lot. Um, other teams they don't really like as much. Man, Creighton. Brand new starting five. Creighton yeah. has just got a. McDermott's got a lot. That he's going when, to have to figure remember out.
2: Remember when for. we were talking about if he should get fired or not last year? This well, whole yeah, comments. that wasn't <laughs> <issue. laughs> was for performance issues. Being an idiot,
0: but. Creighton Providence, what do we think of uh, Shaka's team in Marquette?
1: Rebuild. Rebuild in
2: Marquette. Uh, you got Daryl Morcel Yeah. Um
0: It's it's looking like an NIT season probably yeah. for the first year. And then man, interesting. Georgetown. They get to the tournament with the auto bid last year, and he actually Patrick Ewing brings in his first real good class yep. since being there, and they're still projected to be second to last in this conference. Yeah, it's and it's funny to say Patrick Ewing's seat is getting uncomfortably warm. Yeah, because people were expecting him to come in and reinstill Georgetown, be Georgetown. And that has not happened, and you, I mean, let's face it, you got freaking lucky. You got hot at the right time, you got Very your time and, and you got your asses kicked by Colorado in the first round. I, and, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I want them to be good, but who knows? Maybe Ryan Matumbo will be good. No.
1: Does DePaul
0: take that next step? No. No, <laughs> My I wish they New would coach. Like I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we'll move on. SEC. I man, this is an interesting conference, Austin. I've been really looking forward to talking about this conference. I think you have four teams that are neck and neck could win this conference, and it's whoever you're most confident in. I'll tell you who I'm most Come confident boy, in, my Alabama Crimson All right, Tide. Okay. I love Alabama. Yeah,
2: that's that's who I think going to win. I don't have – I have the most confidence in them.
0: Love Nate Oates. He has an identity. He knows how he wants to play. Everyone knows how they want to play. They want to shoot threes, and they want to play elite defense, and that's what they're going to do. Yes, they did lose a couple of the big key pieces to that team, but I love Jaden Shackleford. And you get back Javon Quinterly. I think Quinterly is going to take that next step forward. He's going to be first team All SEC. He's going to be in the discussion being All American. I love this Alabama team. I do. Another
2: top five recruiting class from them. Yeah. Top fifteen. Sorry. Not constantly five. reloaded. You're Dave.
0: throwing Alabama into a similar conversation. I think with Florida State. Yeah. In definitely. In the in the likes of, they're bringing in recruits on a consistent basis. And he's bringing in five stars that five stars. are elite athletic defenders that can also score. They're, That's my story, gonna, yeah. and I'm sticking to it. They're, they're going to be
1: good. They're going to. They should be. What do we think?
0: Two seed, maybe. They were a two seed last yeah. year. I don't see why they couldn't do it again. I mean, I have the win. If they're going to win the SEC, I expect them to be either the a two, one or a two seed. Yeah. And,
1: and they're not only just recruiting.
0: High, you know. JD Davidson is gonna be a stud. He's gonna be good. He, I, I, watched highlights from his exhibition game. He put up like 19 points, and he already looks like he's gonna force his way into the lineup. Which is just I mean, that that's like a luxury for NATOs to have. On top of him having Shackleford and Quinterly, he's gonna bring in JD Davis. And I think he's going to be just another contributor for this team this year.
1: They're not just recruiting well, they're getting transfers.
0: Yep. Noel Gurley confirming.
1: Yep. We'll be good. Uh, unfortunately, they lost to Burnett. Yeah. It's but... all right.
0: We're, we're, we're reloading.
1: I love Auburn.
0: Uh er, L. Whoa! I love Alabama, <laughs> but I
1: love Auburn even more. You, what? love it.
0: So you had. Wait. Auburn's going to win the conference Excuse me Alright well let's talk about it then Tigers Brutal year last year Brutal year
2: Self-imposed ban
0: Self-imposed ban After Making it to the final four Bruce Pearl's running around With Cam Newton shirtless (laughs) Looks great by the way Looks great Looks better than me Was he sweaty? It was. Oh, of course. When is he not off All right. What's going on? What do we like about this Auburn team?
1: They, they worked the transfer market beautifully. Walker Kessler, yep, 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 North yep. Carolina big man, didn't see a whole lot of playing time in North Carolina, but when he was out there, I don't know why he didn't play more. <laughs> he didn't get enough minutes to score the basketball, but he was doing all the dirty work—rebounding, blocking shots on the on the floor, rolling around, getting the loose balls. Love him. Jabari Smith, a five-star recruit. Should be a one-and-done player. Uh, Alan Flanagan can really score the basketball. Katie Johnson played at Georgia last year. One of the better scorers in the SEC. You just never heard of him because he played at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Irrelevant. Um, Wendell Green's a really good player. Devin Cambridge. Shout-out, Devin Cambridge. He you know, liked one of our tweets once. <laughs> uh, he's back. Zeb Jasper, I believe, is at the moment, but they expect him coming back at some point um, around maybe January. Or something so like that. you don't even
0: have Auburn as a sleeper. You just have them no, straight I, up yeah. winning the conference.
1: Jalen Williams, I believe, was at Arkansas. And bring him in. He, he's a lockdown defender.
0: So you know. must not like these other teams in no, the SEC. I love man. it. I think, that, I think, that, I, that doesn't make any sense I, to me I now. I think the SEC I don't as what the Big Ten was. Like I would s- so you think the big Ten and the SEC are similar huh
2: I would I mean I disagree
3: right.
0: I
2: would say the they're probably the top two conferences this year but I'd still put the big Ten number one over the SEC
0: we said the Big Ten has eight teams we are confident is going to get into the tournament I think the SEC has seven I would say I
1: agree with that I see one two three four Five, eh, not that, six, yeah, seven, seven sounds about right. Yeah. Maybe one or two on the bubble fighting their way in,
0: but. All right, we got to talk about these other, these other three teams then here. Where, where do you want to start? You want okay, to just get, Kentucky you want to get spicy? You wanna <laughs> do, okay, well, let's talk about Kentucky. I mean, just a absolute tire fire last year for Kentucky. Um, the wheels fell off really early. Nine and sixteen. Yes. I mean, just just terrible. Kentucky reloads like they usually do. They're projected to be a top four team in this SEC this year. I, I mean, reloaded it, everything. Didn't he get a brand new coaching thing, staff too? The thing is, you have a combination of transfers that are going to bring experience along with the freshmen, the freshmen which yeah. you normally are going to get. Now, that's the difference this year is the veteran players that yeah. they're going to bring in this year. Um, he has
2: depth for on a team for depth, once. Yeah. For once, I feel like that's not a thing at all with the uh, John Calipari Kel- team. The freshman team. that
1: came in played with basically players that were on the team but weren't playing. They hadn't played in the past.
2: The most experienced so, starter was uh, Olivier Saar, yeah. and he did not – live up to what I they thought it would be
0: they brought him in expecting him,
2: him to, be to be the be leader stud, and yeah. it just
0: didn't happen yeah. and the wheels fell off very quickly it, it, it's a very it, I mean it's a complete shakeup. up it's yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's, for it's, sure. it's completely different from what we saw last year as Jake mentioned there's depth on this roster um, if you want to just name off some of the players you're excited to see this year I mean there's enough of them on this Wildcats oh, yeah. roster
1: yeah, uh, Severe Wheeler, I think he averaged the most assists in the SEC last year, playing uh, in Georgia. yep. yep. Uh, Kellen Grady comes from Davidson, I believe. Uh, he could score the basketball. Keon Brooks was a good guy that, you know, I think he was hurt for most of the year last year, but when he's playing well, he, he can, you know, be a contributor on this team in Oscar Sheewe, the West Virginia transfer, double-double machine. Interested to see how well he looks.
2: Davion Mintz.
0: Davion Mintz comes he really
2: kind of settled that team down once he started
0: over Askew. But, yep. Yeah. And then I mentioned C.J. Frederick. Um, yep. He comes in, brings in a good three-point shooting element for the team as well. One with the five stars. that There's a lot of talent tie on tie. this team. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's going to be tough to keep Kentucky out of the... At least top twenty-five AP polls Mm -hmm. for, for a lot of this year. I think they're they're going to be a pretty good team. I can see them around the four line. I think.
1: Yeah, I I would say.
0: Just because I think it's going to be a slow start. I think it's going to take a little bit for, for Calipari to get that team working together. But once he does, I think they're going to get into a good rhythm, and this could be a Kentucky team that we go into the tournament, you know, very excited to see what they could do because of. I can see them coming into their own towards the SEC tournament time. Yeah, because we've seen that with them a couple of times where like they get underseated a little bit, but no one wants to play them. I can see that being the case this year. But they're they're firmly into the tournament. I think they're going to have a good bounce back here.
2: Get Duke right away, very first game. I, I, love think it. They, I
0: think they could beat them. I, love yeah. it. I I I will tell you what I like Kentucky's roster a lot better than I like Duke's roster. I agree with that as well. I think Duke's roster is a lot more top heavy. Um, I think Kentucky's got the depth. I would,
2: yeah, I would say Kentucky, this is probably like first year in a while that they have a well-rounded. It's not a lot of, uh, like, they have the three-point shooting. They yeah. have the depth. They have the experience.
0: And Calipari, I mean, similar to what a lot of teams are doing, we're going to talk about Arkansas mm-hmm. in a minute. He's using the transfer portal along with a lot of other. This whole entire SEC. It, exactly. I mean, Eric loves it. We love Musselman. It. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you what, him and Dana Altman are the two coaches that are notoriously good at bringing in transfers and immediately getting production out of them. And Eric Musselman, since coming over to Arkansas, has suddenly reinvigorated this Razorbacks college basketball team after what was years of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Um We didn't believe it at first last year when they they busted under the scene and then Moses Moody told us to stuff it. SEC player, freshman of the year, I should say, Moses Moody, um, who was a lottery pick. He's gone. That's the biggest loss for this Razorback team. But Eric Musselman said, fuck it. And he just went (laughs) to the transfer portal and he grabbed everyone. Um, He brings in the little guy Chris Likes, I think, is going to be underrated. Could be SEC's second team, I want to say. Maybe that's a dark horse pick. Um, I think he could be good. He averaged 15.4 points at Miami two seasons ago. Um, He didn't play last year. He only played two games last year because of an ankle injury. So he's going to be fresh coming into this year. I think he's going to be a good addition for this Arkansas team. Razorbacks. I got them finishing... Oh, man. I was gonna say second. I'm probably gonna say third because I think Kentucky finishes second okay. in this conference. But I do like Arkansas. Um, I love them as a tournament team once again. And Eric Musselman has, has built a pretty good program there.
2: I think they're gonna have a great atmosphere for games now with fans back there too. But <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> their logo is massive yes. on that floor. Yeah, I like, it used to be
1: even bigger.
0: I like Arkansas. It, you I I, think they, I hear some hesitancy in your voice.
1: You bastard I like Arkansas. I don't see how they, you know, take their foot off the gas. I think they just keep this ship rolling. Good roster, we'll see how it you know, transfers come in, we'll see how they play together and I think they'll be good. Good defensive team. Can score the basketball. Okay. Top three in the SEC.
0: Interesting team here that I want to talk about. Tennessee Volunteers. I hate it. You hate I it? I hate
1: it,
2: but they're my sleeper team. Ah! I hate it. I, know, I hate you know it, it,
0: but... Austin, I think they're going to be a lot better than you're giving me credit. And I think it's mainly because they were a five seed last year, and they sucked. sucked. They, were not, <laughs> they, were so they were not good. They could not so score bad. for shit. They relied on their defense, and Rick Barnes brings in another solid recruiting class, and he's got some good transfers in the in the fold as well. My boy John Fulkerson is going to bounce back and have a good year. I haven't seen him yet, but I hope he growed his hair back out because when he cut it, he sucked. I'm a big
2: uh, Santiago fan. You Santiago like San- with Scobie. Okay.
0: Josiah Jordan-James is going to have a great year too. I think this Tennessee team is going to be good Austin, I think they're going to be good this year. Quiet,
2: good pickup in Justin Powell from Auburn as well. yeah. He,
0: he played good
1: for Auburn last
0: year. He only played 10 games, so he didn't really get a big sample size, but he was he was great in those 10 games. Yeah. He averaged 11.7 points per game before he suffered um, a season-ending concussion. Kind of weird. Got the concussion, thought he was going to come back. It never really happened, and then he transfers to Tennessee and <laughs> conference, which is also strange. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, a silently good pickup for a Tennessee team that Austin apparently thinks sucks. So, I Have I said that? I sure sounded like it. I mean, you said
2: Auburn was going to win. So how much can we put on you? All right, okay.
0: Very true. All right, well, it seems like we're a little divided on uh Wow, who would
2: have thought the SEC tore us apart?
0: Uh, don't <laughs> worry, we're going to get torn apart a little bit more here. Florida. What do we think about the Gators this year? They got Colin Castleton coming back, or not coming back, uh, the transfer from Michigan, who averaged 12.4 a game, six and a half rebounds last season. And Florida, I think they're going to be I okay. Uh,
2: they're gonna, I just feel Let's like see. they're going to be that team Florida's that's in the bubble all year. They'll go on a little run, and then you think they're good, and then they'll start losing.
0: Austin, I'm going to make an irrational statement and tell me if Uh-oh. I'm wrong. I think Mike White's seat is lukewarm.
3: Hmm.
1: I
0: don't know, because they did make Jake, the tournament last year. Yeah. Jake's shaking his head. They, were, they made the tournament. We know they weren't going anywhere. Yeah. They were not good.
2: I mean, they provided a great game in the tournament. Let's be honest. First game. First, Virginia First game Tech
0: oh, went right to up. OT. I keep sucking at Virginia Tech.
1: I don't know. I guess kind of wait and see. I this might be one of the teams that's kind of on the bubble towards the end of the year, maybe slipping off it and on it here and there. I just don't see them as a you know lock into the in the NCAA tournament at this point in time. But we'll see. I, I like Tyree Appleby and I like Colin Castleton. Myron Jones, the guy from Penn State, he can shoot the basketball. But that's kind of it. That's kind of it. That's kind of all they got.
0: Yep. I think a similar team. Two teams that I'm a little weary on LSU.
1: It was looking
0: good. It was looking good. <laughs> and then what happened, Austin?
1: Adam Miller
0: towards ACL. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: Another, another in conference transfer, was Xavier Pinson. Xavier yeah. Pinson.
0: A little bit different. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> Xavier Pinson um, comes over from Missouri. He was great. Great for the Tigers last year, was one of the reasons why they made the tournament. As you mentioned, the transfer, Illinois, um, Adam Miller, he was a big get for LSU. Um, he suffered a season ending knee injury. So, it got difficult for the Tigers. I think that pushes them out. I I, I don't think they make the tournament anymore. It doesn't help that we'll wage a cheater, but... (laughs) uh, He was smart,
2: though, because he's not cooperating, so nothing will happen. very true,
0: unlike Mike Boyden. Take some lessons, Mike. (laughs) So, want to talk about my sleeper team? My sleeper team as well. Oh, let's go! Mississippi State Bulldogs. The transfer team of the SEC, right. man. man, the most
2: random transfer team. <laughs> the most random
0: and but talented, like yes. I mean, like a bunch of big names. You got Garrison Brooks, who was the ACC preseason player of the year last year. Do you remember? Rocket <laughs> Watts, my boy from Michigan State. DJ Jeffries, my boy from Memphis, <laughs> and then Iverson Molinar. It's a stud, and no one knows about right. it. Second leading returner scorer in the SEC, averaging 16.6 points a game last season. He's going to be on SEC first team. Mississippi State's making the tournament. I love the Bulldogs I this year, Austin. Well. I yeah. love them. They're going to be good. I I, I, I don't we'll see be, how they can't be good. It's The thing is, they're going to be injured to begin the year. They're going to have a lot of... Injuries that they're gonna have to deal with, and if they can get over that hump, and get everyone back, and get healthy, they're they're gonna be good. They're gonna make the tournament. They're and it can good. they handle the
2: hype that they have had? They
0: don't have hype. They no one's talking <laughs> about them. Jake can your boy
1: DJ Jeffries, step it up. Can he? He means
2: step it up. He's always a solid player. He was at Memphis. I don't see why I wouldn't carry over to like the like SEC. He's he's <laughs> I mean, he was Memphis's best player the last two years, so.
0: Yeah, now he's on Mississippi State. They're going to be good this year. I love it. I thought I was going to be alone. I don't know. I love I I think they're going to be really good. I think they're going to be better than LSU and Florida this year. I agree. Yep. I would say they're going to be better than Auburn, but apparently Auburn's winning the SEC, so. Um. We could pretty much conclude there. I don't really think anyone else is a real factor in this SEC. Maybe Ole Miss and Texas A and M.
1: Ole Miss might, you know, upset a couple teams here and there. Uh, I
0: think there's a Sphinx, lot of A and M. Scotty Pippen Jr. is going to be fun to watch with Vanderbilt. Does Buzz get fired this year? I was going to say, know, I man. think there's a
2: lot of hot, hot is, seats. Uh, it's him, Tom, Tom Kareen. The
0: seat is very warm. Frank Martin has a warm seat at South Carolina. Oh, wow. um, Buzz is. No, you yeah. can't fire Buzz. No. It ain't I mean,
2: happen. they had terrible COVID issues last year. I think they yeah. played like, the least amount of games yeah, or yeah, near I mean, the bottom.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, Missouri but then he got. But now he
2: lost the scholarship. So and he got suspended. You know, I think the
0: worst part of it is just seeing that Mike Young has built a good team in Virginia Tech, and yeah, he they have just not been good since he's taken over there. And I was I was just so surprised that he left Virginia Tech and went to Texas A and M.
2: I'd say Jerry Stackhouse, but I think they'll probably keep him. I
0: can see Jerry on. Stackhouse getting canned. I can see
2: it. He's going into third year now. I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah.
0: Time for him to retire. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be an interesting league, I think. At the top, at least. Why is there Oh no, I got Auburn winning. You got. I have uh, Alabama winning, um, Jake. I have Alabama. And then your sleeper is Tennessee. Tennessee. Wow. Tennessee. We have Mississippi State. We actually picked sleepers. Jake just picked the picked the top. A good team that he thinks is gonna be good. Okay. Pack twelve. Pack twelve. Pack twelve. All right. UCLA, all the way to the Final Four last year before they lost a great game to Gonzaga. We get to see that again this year. It's going to be a great game. They are the undisputed preseason team of the year in the Pac-12, expected to win it. Um, out there with uh, Mick Cronin and his team. I mean, I don't see how you don't pick against them. Got a lot of talent out there. Uh, Johnny Juzang and, and Jaime High. Akwes yep. are your are your main contributors there. Miles Johnson, as I mentioned, comes in the big man from Rutgers. A lot of depth, versatility, shooting, experience. Got a little bit of everything. Love Mick Cronin. Bruins are going to be good this year.
1: Yep, they're my pick to win it. Uh, Pac-12, that is. Everyone of relevance comes back, and then you add five-star with Peyton Watson, and like you said, Miles Johnson, the big man from Rutgers, who... Was a rebounding machine there? Jules Bernard, guy that came off the bench, well, provided some much needed depth on the UCLA Bruins team in the tournament. It, they're a top team in the in the country. I think they'll be number
0: one for a while here. I have Oregon winning the back 12 I also have Oregon. Oh <laughs> goddamn it! Okay. I can't get anything right, Jake. <laughs> All right. I'll, I like Oregon as well. We talked about Dana Altman and how good he is at bringing in transfers, and he brought in some some mighty fine ones this year. Jacob Young comes in from Rutgers, Quincy Garrier from Syracuse, and Davion Harmon, who I think is the biggest one yeah, from definitely. Oklahoma. I think he's going to fit right into that style of play that Dana Altman runs, and I think he's going to succeed in it. I think he's going to be first team all Pac-12 this year. Davion Harmon is going to be the catalyst for the, the Ducks' offense, and I think they're going to win the Pac-12.
2: Two five-star centers in folly. Dante, even though he is out uh, at the beginning of the year, but they do bring in uh, uh,
0: Nathaniel Biddle. Biddle? Yep. Bitly, something like that. Uh, then, I mean, you got Will Richardson that's there as well, yep. along with Eric Williams Jr. Um, I just think Oregon is a well-rounded team. Well-rounded depth, kind of like every year. but uh, Yeah, yeah, they're... You know, if I got them winning the Pac-12, I think they're a top three seed. Yep, I I do. So I really do like the Ducks this year. But I would consider them in UCLA in a tier of their own. Um, you kind of drop after that. I think USC is probably the third team in the Pac-12. Them in Arizona, maybe you might have Arizona above them. I think they're neck and neck almost. Um, it's a it's gonna it's a different look for USC this year. Um, you got Boogie Ellison or Boogie Ellis who comes in? Your boy Jake. Someone else who Jake knows very well. Um, I think Isaiah Mobley is going to take a big step this year. Uh, yeah. Um His brother Evan is gone, obviously. to The NBA. That's a big. That's the biggest hole that USC has got to try and fill. How well do you think they fill it, and do you think the Trojans are a tournament team? I think they'll make the tournament. I just don't.
1: Don't know how high they can go. I think maybe double digits, like 10 seed, kind of on the bubble ish. Okay, so they're yeah. I, I just I'm not sure because they lose Evan, who was such a big part of that team last year, and they're going to. Tajiri gone too. Yeah. He. Yep. He was. He was big as well.
0: They went to the Elite Eight. Yeah,
1: I know. And they were. They were a good team. They were.
0: And. You know, a lot of that was comprised because of Evan Mobley and Tajidi, both of them who are gone now. Big holes to fill. I think Boogie is going to do a good job kind of softening the blow mm-hmm. of losing them. I think USC makes the tournament. I'll tell you who I don't think makes the tournament. Arizona. But Arizona's going to be a lot better than they were last year, I think. Uh, Sean Miller's out. Gonzaga assistant Tommy Lloyd is in. Um, kind of dipped into the transfer portal. What do we think of, of of Arizona? I think this is a wait and see job. It's going to be yeah. a tough, tough job for Tommy Lloyd, but um, not to the degree of Mike Woodson. But I think he steps into a a good situation in Arizona.
1: Yeah, i I think he'll do well there. I think Arizona will be competent in the Pac twelve this year. Uh, I think Ben Mathurin is a kind of a guy that you hear a lot about on Arizona, but other than that, it's kind of like instead of paying the the five star players of the world, they kind of they kind of went like in Europe. They got a lot of European. They did it the right team. way. Yeah,
2: that that's the Gonzaga influence right there, yep. dipping into Europe.
1: So it's kind of a wait and see with this team. They were decent last year, right? If, if I remember. I they're like, around like 500. They were okay. I think they... they w- the post self ban or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, but we'll see.
0: Okay. Not much confidence there. No. More of a we'll see. Oregon State. What a run last year in the tournament for, for the Beavers. Um, Ethan Thompson is the glaring loss yep. for the Beavers this year. Um, they do get key players that come back for them. Oregon State, I think, is going to be a solid team that doesn't make the tournament this year. Yeah. Um, they were obviously not going to sniff a bid yep. until they won Got the Pac-12. The right 12. Got hot at the right time. You know, Nothing wrong with that. But I think they're going to be better than they were last year. They're going to be much more competitive. Yeah. In that Pac-12, but I I don't think they're going to make the tournament.
1: A lot of people are saying that. A lot of people are picking
0: them too. out of, out of Pac-12. I think Ethan Thompson's just uh. Yeah, he was, he was, he was literally, really literally it. Yeah. He yeah. literally was it for them in terms of they offense. They need uh
2: they need Jared Lucas to kind of step it up a little too. Sophomore year now, but.
0: He's a junior.
2: Get it right. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: I agree, though, Jake. I agree. Yeah, you did good. (laughs) (laughs) Who's your sleeper team? Washington State. Two! God damn it! (laughs) I think they make the tournament. For the first time in a long time.
2: (laughs) I'm riding with Bobby. In Arizona State. Really? (laughs) I don't
0: mind that. Hey, they're gonna be fun to watch. They always have an (laughs) exciting...
2: Bobby always has an exciting team to watch. He dipped to... Definitely went heavy into he the didn't transfer dip his portal. Toe, he jumped he in, jumped in first yeah. Into the transfer portal. He swam around in there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he did a couple laps. Yeah, he, he had sure to did. completely remake this whole team. I what mean, you, Marcus re- Bagley's pretty much is yeah. back. He's probably the oh, big we, name. He's gonna be first team all Pack 12 yeah.
0: he's he's a, he's a stat monster. He's just yeah. gonna he's gonna carry the Which load for them. But. They
2: needed, considering he did for some reason test. NBA draft. I'm not yeah. sure why, but... What do you
0: like in the portal that they did?
2: <sighs> uh,
0: Muhammad. Because Luthar so Muhammad. <laughs>
2: honestly, it's what I'm looking for at the most. Um, Horn
0: yeah.
1: do- and Heath, both average double-digit points. Yeah. It just, we'll see. It's,
0: you know, they're coming from lower end schools. Yeah. It, it, you know. He does
2: have a top... Uh, I think it was a top 30 center coming in um this yeah, class uh, and and Ak- not Nash- and Ak- not yeah um kind of need him to contribute right away um but i think it's the mix of i would say they're leaning more towards veterans they don't have that mix of freshmen and veterans so it'll be kind of i think bobby can get all these transfers to kind of have cohesion together okay Austin. They'll be entertaining, can't deny that. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs>
0: that's for sure. No Remy Martin. Yeah. It's a big loss for them, but then again, he wasn't very good last year. So no,
2: he's not that good. Alonzo Verge, he's yeah. out. Yeah. But
0: it'll be a fun year. It'll be a fun year for the Sun Devils. I think it's gonna be a fun year for the for the Cougars as well. Austin. Washington State. Um, you know, the big loss is Isaac Bonton. He's gone fourth in the league in points per game at 17.7. But Washington State showed that they're capable of being good towards the end of last year. They beat Oregon and UCLA. UCLA freaking went to the Final Four. I mean, they showed that they're a capable basketball team, and I think Kyle Smith can build off of that. And in a league that I think is fairly weak outside of the top two, three teams, Washington State has a, a chance to do some damage.
1: Yep, they're my sleeper, I think they'll make the NCAA Tournament, like you said, they beat Oregon and UCLA, they hung around with the top talent last year in the Pac-12, lost some close games, Um, I think the backcourt of Noah Williams and Michael Flowers is going to be electric, Michael Flowers averaged 21 points per game last year, Um, Noah Williams dropped I think 40 points maybe twice Mm -hmm. last year in a couple games the average 14, I think it's going to be big on uh, those two to carry the load.
0: Yeah. I think they can do it. Yeah, and you got the the Pac-12 All-Freshman Center, Effie Abad- yeah. Abadjidi, who comes back. So, there's a lot of pieces there for Washington State, and I like them as a sleeper because I can't imagine anyone's going to be it talking about them. It should
1: be their them. best team in a long time.
0: Yeah, I mean, which isn't really saying much, but um, yeah, I'm excited. Should be good. Um, Outside of that, Stanford, Utah, Washington, Cal—I don't expect much out of them. Um, man, I'll tell you what. What the what the hell is going on with Washington? Talk about a hot seat for. Uh, uh, yeah, and that jobs. that thing went from ice cold to burning hot in the span of like two years. Man, COVID really, COVID really do be a bitch. It, you know. <laughs> Them and, um, I got to say, Stanford, that's um, a... Talk about a disaster-driven... Jared, Jared Haas's seat got to be... I mean, you got to at least have a thick lighter underneath there. Yeah, like Kind of like, you know, just keeping things warm. You had Zaire Williams, and you didn't even sniff a bit. And, Zaire, and Oscar De Silva. And you know what the worst part about that was? Was that whole... weird, messy situation in the the, the, the middle of the year where Zaire didn't have COVID, but he wasn't playing, Um, and no one knew what was going on, and then he got overdrafted by the Grizzlies. Yeah. Yes. Um,
1: (laughs) Although he's been playing alright.
0: Oh, no. Jake. Good. Sorry, Jake. (laughs) Anyway.
1: Uh, but they do bring in Harrison Ingram, five-star recruit. Yeah. That's hey. one. One. Another no, one.
0: You know what's funny? Stanford still manages yeah. to, bring yeah, in one. to bring in a five-star right. every single year. I don't yeah. know why they keep going there. Yeah. Oh, that was a hell of a move. Ooh. Tyler Bertuzzi, how are you? Oh, and it was Rasmus. Oh, Uh-oh. no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Utah's the new coach. Yep. What do you think about Colorado? uh they're gonna suck I mean you don't have McKinley right yeah, and that's
1: basically ran that whole offense that was a big defensive presence last year
0: yeah and you know you know what uh you know who didn't like Colorado right the computers oh yeah they <laughs> hated him <laughs> no I, I don't think Colorado's making a tournament this year I really don't I think this is a Man, I think this this could be a three bid league, a four bid league. Yeah, I like UCLA. Four minutes, four minutes. I like UCLA, Oregon, USC, and we have Washington State making the yeah. tournament. Sun Devils. Yeah, okay. okay. If you say so. Well, we'll get we'll get out of here. I just want to obviously Gonzaga. They're going to be good this year. Yep. Um, they're going to win the WCC. How many games did they lose this year? Two. I to not two. I have uh, two. Two's
1: a good was a good
0: number. Yeah. They're not going to be good as, as good as they were last year. They don't have a Jalen Suggs on their roster. But that we know of yet. That we know of yet. But well, I think Nemhard Nembhard going to step, up. step forward. Yeah. Um, I think back half of the year, Chet Holmgren is going to become a problem for teams. It's going to take him a little bit to adjust to mm-hmm. the physicality of, of uh, the NCAA. But Drew Timmy is going to be a stud. As he was last player year. Player of the
1: year? Or no?
0: I him the, think him I, the field. Yeah,
2: I uh, the field. Because I think Chet's going to end up taking away some of his scoring. Some, and some of, the yeah, some of his shine. Yeah, some of his shine. I think it'll eventually pull him out of the. Who, who got that one? Of player of the year. Here you got,
1: Johnny Juzang? Johnny Juzang. I'm
0: on, I'm
2: on Johnny. Johnny Juzang. It's
0: a good pick. That's tough. It's tough because there's a there's a there's a bunch of players that I really like that I'd like to see win player of the year. I think one that Jake just mentioned Badgley, out in Arizona State, I think is capable of doing it. I just don't think Arizona State's gonna be good enough where he's gonna be able to win the award. So it's like I think if someone like Kofi could do it, you know, like Timmy Timmy will probably be there. Hunter? Um, Hunter <coughs> eh I don't think Hunter's gonna I do, do it. Um, but,
2: yeah. I mean, Paul? yeah, Paul. he's a, thrown in there.
0: Paulo is a good pick. How about my boy Naismith out at or Roberts? I think he can do it. No, he <laughs> <does>. <laughs> We'll see. Any other teams that you're want to very... to you like, Memphis and like, Yeah, we Houston got to talk about like? Memphis <sighs> we'll, talk about play, uh, we'll talk about Houston quick. Houston, I think, will win the conference. Um, just experience and uh, my trust in Calvin Sampson. Um, Houston will probably be a two seed. Might okay. as well get their titles oh, yeah, now before
2: be they leave the big conference.
0: Yeah. They'll probably win titles in the Big 12, too, if <laughs> they go there.
1: <laughs> probably.
0: Michael is going to be a big scoring piece
1: this year, uh, bringing Kyler Edwards transfer from Texas Tech. Uh Treman Mark looks to take that next step. He was pretty good as a freshman last year as well. And the big men, Reggie Cheney, and Fabian White uh, look to you know continue their dominance down
0: low for the Cougars. Memphis. Memphis time, Jake. What are they making think? it are they making the tournament?
2: I think they'll be bubble.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I you have them do... bubble, yeah, man. Maybe. people have them I like to... Comfortably in like I five don't, seed, good. You I, don't
2: believe, I don't believe in Penny as a coach yet. He's a great recruiter. Great recruiter. recruiter. I do think he's realized maybe that his coaching ability isn't great. I mean, he did bring in Larry Brown to help him out. I think Larry, that'll... please, I suck. <laughs> I suck at coaching.
0: Um, I know how to get people to come, but I don't know what to do with them
2: yeah. once they're here. Uh, I mean, apparently, the rumor is that. They're gonna start Alex Lomax over Romani Bates. Oh, so, I was just about to
0: ask you. Yeah, Romani could be freshman of the year.
2: I think it'll quickly turn into him starting over Alex Lomax, and he could win freshman of the year. But
0: who else is there, Jake? Can you? It's Lester. Lester. Lester.
2: Lester is still uh, there.
0: Landers. Oh yeah. Yeah he, yeah, he didn't. He tested
2: it a little bit, but he uh, decided to uh, come back.
1: Bringing Earl Timberlake, UCF. He's going to
0: be good. He's going to be good. DeAndre
1: Williams.
0: It's just, the reason I ask is because, like, they lost so much. Jalen Dern. Yeah, Another top guy. Boogie leaves. Musa Cisse is gone. DJ Jeffries is
2: gone. They had another transfer on Blanking that was started last year. I'm forgetting his name now. Dandridge, I think. DeAndre Williams? Yeah, he did.
0: I had them make I had them make in the tournament, I think they make it in. The funny thing is, they were a top five defensive team last year. They just couldn't score. They just had problems scoring. They were
2: way they don't they don't know how to work as a team. It's very individualistic on that team.
0: Yeah, but I mean you saw at the end of the year, I mean, that game against Houston. If they would have won that game they against would, Houston. They could they could have yeah. made the
1: tournament. They would have been
0: in. So I think played well in the NIT. Yeah, I think you gotta. Wait, they won. They won the NIT. They won the NIT. Yeah, Yeah.
1: carry that momentum over. Yep, carry
0: that. I think you split the season series with Houston. You make the tournament. I think that's. I think that's where it's going to come down to. So, needed. Um, Any other teams that we need to mention before we get out of here? Yeah, I mean, there's a a ton of them. I mean, I like Colorado State. I think they're going to be a great team. That Mountain West is stacked. There are going be five again. teams that come out of that league this year. Yeah. We, we, you got Colorado State winning the Mountain West? Colorado State winning the Mountain West. I have – I mean, San Diego State's going to make the tournament. Yeah. Nevada'll Nevada will be good. Nevada's going to be good. I think Boise State could make the tournament. I think Utah State will have a and step Utah back. Utah State, State's always good. good, yeah. They'll be fun. The problem with that last year was they all knocked themselves out of the tournament. <laughs> yeah it, you they, know, they yeah. just they i think they gotta figure that out, but
2: we can't skip this team the Bonnies the bonnies
0: eight ten yes. gonna be one big league yeah. this year <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. it could be i i think yeah. VCU could make it he lost a lot though VCU. injuries no, no bones injury-wise.
1: no bones no ace baldwin yep good and i think tough. they lost someone else the other day
0: bonnies Bonnies are better than Q's. No, never. No. I think um I think UB wins the Mac and gets in. I don't really it think they is. have much competition to be honest with you. Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts gonna be keen to watch out for with uh, Naismith. I
1: think they play if I'm not mistaken, Colorado State Tuesday.
0: Be Excited to watch it. Champions Classic on Tuesday season starts soon, boys. Woo, Anything boy. else?
2: Belmont, Belmont's a classic, always in there, in the Belmoto mix. The Back league. in the tournament this year? Yeah, I feel Belmoto like they're always a classic. The the tournament. They'll be good. Last,
1: last year, the Ohio Valley, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So.
2: And then they're going to the Missouri. Yep. It'll be interesting to see how uh, Loyola, uh, Loyola Drake does. Drake
1: or Loyola Chicago?
2: I like Drake. I'm sticking
0: with Loyola. I like
3: Loyola as
1: well. But so they, isn't it two-bid
0: league there? No, not gonna happen. Not going to happen. No more Porter. They're done. They're going (laughs) down.
2: Oh, my Dons. San Francisco
0: Dons. Hey, you see where they got ranked in Ken Palm? It was pretty high. Like 35. Yeah, that's a bit
2: too too high.
0: Oh! You know what's going to be good this year? It's BYU. Yeah, they'll be good. BYU is like my dark horse team to be like.
1: They're kind of like the new St. Mary's in a way.
0: Yeah. Um, the frick is his name? Carbello, the guy out there. He's gonna be first team WCC. If it wasn't for those damn Gonzaga Bulldogs, BYU's going to the Big Twelve as well. So that'll be fun. Oh no! A breakaway. Oh, what a save! All right, we're gonna get out of here once the end of this. For Austin Atwood, JQ3, yours truly. This has been the conference preview. Season starts this week. Hope can have you along. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.